Presents Football Time. Hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're here for our NFL Week 13 picks and preview. And with us, as always, our NFL expert, Achilles Rain. How are we? Good, buddy. A little cold, but we're doing good. Little cold. Little cold indeed. Our Picks were red hot this week in our mutuals. We were on fire, so maybe that will heat you up. We went four and one, and technically speaking, the one ended up being a win if you waited it out long enough. Oh, which one was it? You can probably figure it out. (laughs) We did pretty pretty good. I mean, uh, all things considered, I was a little concerned at first, but... um, when I looked at the scores at uh, later on that, that night, Sunday night, I was like, okay, we're not doing too bad. So we yeah. did pretty good. 33 and 27 overall with a big four in one week. We have the Bills minus five and a half with a win. Thank goodness the Chargers don't know how to execute late game situations. We have the yep. Dolphins minus six and a half. That was a winner, and that was just an easy winner. We had the Saints, minus five and a half, which became a very, very easy winner once things started to break right. We had the Chiefs, get this, minus two and a half. So we got a nice little line there at two and a half with a winner. It did not help you any in your personal picks, but it did help us in our mutuals. And then uh, we have the Philadelphia Eagles. And sadly, we get the plus four and a half, not the plus six and a half that it became later on in the week. So uh, four in one week and uh, much better than the week before. Uh, once I, uh, I guess, took over really for the uh, mutual picks here. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to give you all, all of the uh, fame and glory here. <laughs> but uh, I will say that even a mutual win, Feels like a win in my book, so. Yes, most definitely. So, uh, are we ready for the mutual picks for this weekend? Yeah, let's go. All right. First up, we have the New Orleans Saints at the Atlanta Falcons. New Orleans Saints, minus three and a half. I'm a little reluctant to take this game because it happened two weeks ago. Now, the Saints dominated the game, and... uh, the Falcons did not look good in this game, but uh, division opponent playing uh, two weeks apart, I just see uh, trouble brewing here. So uh, I want to stay away. Where are you sitting with this game? Yeah, so do I. I feel like uh, at this point we've seen some improvement on both sides of the, of the ball, but um, one team in particular has improved a lot more than the other. And with it being a divisional opponent, you know, it's really hard to predict a, a sweep. We've seen it time and time again that it happens, but it's, it's tough. So uh, as far as uh, taking this this spread, I think that we're going to probably just kind of stay, stay away from it for now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, good luck at handicapping this one. We have the Detroit Lions off a newly fired head coach versus the Chicago Bears, who are probably going to have a new head coach as well at some point. 
The Bears are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, I'm assuming right now Mitch Trubisky is going to be the quarterback. They did manage at least some fake offense there at the end of the Packers game, but uh, I have no idea. Where are you sitting with the Lions-Bears? Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. I, I expected Detroit to put up a little bit more of a fight than they did last week. Uh, granted, they had some injuries, which, you know, kind of hurt them. But, you know, they've just been up and down so far this season. Sometimes they look good. Sometimes they look okay. And other times they look bad. And as far as uh, the Bears are concerned, I mean, how can you take them as favorites in any game whatsoever? It doesn't matter who they're playing. It's They've been putting some pretty bad football on the field, and, and I just don't feel comfortable taking either one. The only thing you can convince me is I'm assuming it will be very, very cold in Chicago, and the Dome team of the Lions will not enjoy being outdoors, especially with their season pretty much over. But uh, they all might be happy that Matt Patricia's not there and uh, try to play well. So uh, I essentially just gave you both sides of the coin, so I still have no clue which way to go with this one. Yeah, I mean we've seen it. We've seen it before. You know, when whenever a coach gets fired, the team usually kind of really plays tough at least the next week for their uh, interim coach or whoever that may be. But uh, either way, I, I just don't feel good about either team. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Uh, unless you want to discuss that game further, uh, maybe uh, what TV that will be on for viewing. <laughs> no, I don't even know if it'll make it to the TV, so well, let's just move on. All right, the Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans. The Indianapolis Colts are minus two-and-a-half-point favorites. And uh, I will tell you, rules are being broken this week in my picks. So uh, we're going to start out with rules being broken as a division road team favorite here. I like the Colts here. I don't think you can convince me that the Texans are going to win three games in a row, and uh, the Colts need this game. And uh, most of their guys are going to be back, so uh, I'm looking for a Colts romp here. Yeah, uh, I think that they're going to probably come back uh, pretty angry and upset over the performance uh, the last week. They didn't show up at all. That defense, even though they had a couple guys that were out, uh, really showed a lot of uh, flaws, and uh, they were kind of known to have a really good defense, so I kind of expect them to come out and really showcase that um and that two and a half uh, i'm not sure if you you know took a, a sneak peek into my uh, mgm lineup but uh, that's definitely one of the games that i had on there so i'm down to write with uh, the colts for this one yeah all right colts it is next game up the cincinnati Bengals at the miami dolphins the miami dolphins minus 11 and a half now uh i might try to convince you of a money line parlay later in the week but uh, 11 and a half for the Dolphins, even for me, seems like way, way, way too many points. Uh, I don't trust this team to win any game by 11 and a half points. So uh, where are you sitting here? Yeah, I mean, they're a solid team. Um, they've At times, they've shown that they have a really stingy uh, defense as far as giving up, point, giving up points is concerned. But I don't know if I trust the offense to put up uh, that many points let alone to win by that many points. So I'd be curious uh, in the history annals of lines, the last time Ryan Fitzpatrick was an 11-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm sure it's been a while, but... Uh, it's possibly it, going back to, like, a Harvard-Princeton game or something. I mean, it's very possible. I just, I, I, you know... And as, uh, as fun as he can be to watch from time to time, I don't know if I can, you know, 
put any type of uh, confidence and money into Fitzpatrick, you know, winning a 11 and a half point spread. So, yeah. No. Moving on. All right. Well, if you didn't like that large spread, the Jacksonville Jaguars are at the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are nine and a half point favorites. The theory I used for the Dolphins, I'm applying here. There is no way I'm taking this Minnesota Vikings team, no matter who they're playing, as nine and a half point favorites. Do you have a feeling for the Vikings? Maybe you have a feeling for the Jaguars. You know, I was kind of hoping that I was going to have a feeling when I was looking at uh, at this game, but I, I really don't have a feeling about either team. Um, Minnesota, yeah, they've won a few games here and there, but I still think they're a pretty bad team, and, you know, they're going up against another pretty bad team, but a team that at least shows up week in and week out. Um, just offensively, you don't know what you're going to get with them, so it, I'm just staying far away from this game as I can. All right, moving on. Now this one, it had me pause. I don't know if we should do it or not. Las Vegas Raiders at the New York Jets. Las Vegas Raiders, seven and a half point favorites on the road here. There are reasons why I like this. I think the Raiders will bounce back off a terrible game. The Jets suck, which uh, pretty much is the first and only reason to take this. The things that concern me, though, Weather, I'm assuming it will be cold. I don't know if the Raiders will enjoy that. And uh, that little half-point hook there has me very, very nervous a little bit. But uh, where are you feeling on this one? You know, I, I'm actually on the same boat as you. I looked at this game, and I found it to be quite interesting. Um, after getting on the bandwagon a couple weeks ago, you know, when they played well against the Chiefs, they came out and they laid a dud and they made me look silly. Um, so I'm a little hesitant to take the Raiders, but I kind of have a feeling, uh, especially because the Jets are that bad. Um, and I feel like the the Raiders are kind of angry and trying to prove something to everybody that, you know, they're not as bad as they looked last week, that that was just kind of a, you know, a one-time thing. Yeah. All right. So, Let's discuss the next game as we put that one sort of in a maybe category. We might refer back to it. The Cleveland Browns at the Tennessee Titans. Titans minus five and a half. I like the Titans here. My concern is both these teams really run the ball a lot. I'm not really sure how high scoring and how many possessions are going to be in here for that five and a half point spread. Where are you sitting with this one? You know, I, I I realize that when you look at that spread, you're a little concerned. But, you know, I feel that um, Tennessee does a really good job at stopping the run. Uh, they're a little susceptible when it comes to the pass. Um, it seems like they flip-flopped a little bit. Whereas earlier, they were more susceptible to the pass, I mean, to the run than they were the pass. seems like they flipped the script a little bit. Um, over the last few weeks, they've done a pretty good job at containing some of the running backs even last week when they faced the Colts, the Colts have a pretty good run game. And not just that, their passing game revolves around the running backs a lot. And they did a pretty good job of shutting that down. So I feel like um, a lot of what we've seen from the Browns come from the fact they've had a pretty cake schedule. They face a lot of easy teams. And this is probably one of the toughest games that they're going to have all season long. And I think that it'll probably show. And we'll definitely see the difference in, uh, in pedigree with these two teams. I, I kind of like Tennessee this one. Oh, a hard push on Tennessee. I like that. Now, is there a chance that we revert back to the 1940s football and no one throws a forward pass in this game? 
This normal. I would probably I would say that there was a possibility, except that Ryan Tannehill looks really good, man. He's looked good all season long, even going back to last season. Uh, you know, he's had a couple games here and there, but if you bunch up what he's done over the last couple seasons, I, I don't see that happening. I think he's been playing too well. All right, you sold me. Titans minus five and a half. We'll take a home team favorite for a change on this list. All right, next up, I might not have to pull your arm too much, but I might have to tug it a little because I don't know if you like it when I'm on the Rams, but the Los Angeles Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. I'm leaning Rams here. I think we get the bounce back. We had the terrible game. Now we're going to get the golf is a good game. And uh, I really look for that uh, Rams defense to harass uh, Murray. And uh, I think the Cardinals are on a bad stretch here. Well, let's see. Based off the Rams record, it appears that on an average, if you break it down, you know, by average, he's has one bad game. like every two good games. So uh, he had a really bad game this last week. So I do expect the bounce back. Uh, I, I didn't think you'd be on the on the bandwagon, but if if you're down for it, then we'll roll with the Rams, I guess. What I like here is it, it stays under that key number of three. As long as it yeah. stays at two and a half, I like it. Now, if it starts climbing over three, then I, I get a little nervous. But at two and a half, I think there's pretty good value here, especially the way I, I feel like Arizona's sort of uh, – Coming back down to earth, uh, I haven't liked what I've seen from Kyler and that uh, offense lately, and uh, I don't think the defense will be able to sort of cause the same problems that uh, San Francisco did for Jared Goff this week. Yeah, I think that San Francisco is just one of those teams that just has their number, and no matter what what the teams look like, they probably have the right type of setup to beat the Rams. So, All right. We'll go on to the next one. New York Giants at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks, eight and a half point favorites. I I like the Seahawks here, but eight and a half's a little much. I'm a little scared that this Giants defense may be able to contain the Seahawks offense a little bit. Now, I have no earthly clue what we're getting from the Giants offense. And uh, this could be a runaway pretty easy as well. Uh I'm just sort of a stay away till I see what this uh, Giants offense uh, looks like before I, I go take them with a big spread or I take Seattle with a big spread uh, on the minus side of it. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I was kind of hoping that I would see this line fluctuate a little bit um, just because of where it sits right now. I don't like it. Uh, I feel that as good as Seattle is, even when they face off against bad teams, they have a weird way of kind of letting them linger in the game, stay in the, stay within, you know, possibly getting close to uh, at least a tie. Uh, we saw it last week where it looked like they were going to run away with that game and somehow Philly kind of stuck in there. And, you know, a lot of guys on Seattle had really good games, but just in general, the whole feel of the game felt like it was tight either way. Uh, so I'm a little hesitant. And if it fluctuates a little bit more, I might be jumping on it personally. But for now, I think it goes to a maybe column. Yeah, I think – Sitting on maybe's probably the place to be. I, I just uh, I can't get a feel for what the Giants are doing. I, I think that defense is really improved and is pretty solid, but uh, they haven't really been tested for, from an offense from this uh, Seattle perspective. And uh, the Seattle defense has stepped up, and uh, I no longer know what weapons the Giants have on offense. So uh, I'm just sort of really confused, and that line's just a little high. So we'll move on. With the Philadelphia Eagles at the Green Bay Packers. Packers, seven and a half point favorites. I'm not on the Eagles this week. Uh, I'm staying away from this one. 
I enjoyed my luck last week as they scored a touchdown with 12 seconds left and then for some reason decided to go for a two-point conversion and get my cover. So uh, I'm cashing that money and I'm staying away from the Eagles this week. But uh, I will say seven and a half just seems a little high for me. Where are you with this? Yeah, it almost kind of feels a little bit like a trap, doesn't it? Uh, Like Vegas kind of knows what they're doing. Uh, because yeah, that, that hook is what gets me is Green Bay, probably one of the better teams, in the NFC, but we have seen them struggle as of late. They haven't been as, uh, as cohesive as they were early on the season. A lot of that might be with teams kind of catching up to the game plan, uh, that they utilize. And we've seen a bit of a slowdown, especially at the running back position. So the way that the Eagles were able to keep it kind of close last week, Maybe they can keep it kind of close this week again. You know, I don't see them winning, but uh, that hook really scares me. Yeah, and uh, this is a little cliche, but the Packers don't totally need this game. They have the division more than in hand. Uh, They are fighting for that one seed, but, uh, you know, that motivation's a little weak. And uh, technically speaking, the Philadelphia Eagles are still fighting for uh, contention in the NFC East, so... I don't know really what to make of them coming out. I mean, they've essentially been fighting for the NFC East for six weeks now, and they still throw out a dud every week. But uh, I'm assuming there will be one game this season where they don't look like complete and utter trash. But I might be wrong. Keep your fingers crossed, buddy. (laughs) I don't even like them that much. (laughs) Because it's that... You could have fooled me. I like the Washington team. I have a bet on them winning the NFC East. Exactly. What are you doing? You're going against your own bet here. I don't know. They won the Super Bowl four years ago. I still remember that manifest destiny and winning money on that one. Yeah, and the uh, the front the, the front office also remembers that. That's why coaching staff is still there. <laughs> yes, I know. I, I don't remember the Washington football team winning Super Bowls. Well, I remember them winning Super Bowls, but even I was too young to be gambling on them when they were winning Super Bowls. Although, if anyone could have figured out that age, it probably was you, so... That's probably too. I, I was more the Michael Westbrook era about six years later when they were starting their crestfallen downslide. <laughs> I don't think I knew what gambling was back then. <laughs> All right. We'll move on. Cover the wife's ears. The New England Patriots at the Los Angeles Chargers. I like the Chargers here at minus one and a half. I think that big-time offense is going to light up this Patriots team. I don't think they can get away from their 84-yard passing game. Now, there is the caveat that in the last 10 minutes of this game, Bill Belichick will be going against Anthony Lynn. So, my Chargers could be up 31-7 to and find a way to (laughs) blow this up and uh, screw me over. But uh, I like the Chargers this week. Where are you sitting on this one? You know, it's weird because even after the uh, the Patriots cost me last week, I still kind of had a feeling that the Chargers would somehow manage to pull off a win this week. Um, I do have the one thing that scares me picking this game and picking for the Chargers, and that would be the coach, Bill Belichick. I just feel like he is far, far better than Lynn is, and he's got a way of, you know, taking these rookie quarterbacks and really getting in their heads with the game plan. And uh, – you know, whatever you want to say about the New England Patriots, you, you could still say that from time to time, at least with the defensive scheme, they show up and they play well on defense. Uh, the offense, that's a whole different story. But 
Um, that's the only thing that gives me any pause is can Bill Belichick, you know, put up together a game plan that um, will really bother the rookie quarterback. And there's a possibility. So it scares me a little bit, but it's, what is it? One point. It's one point. Yeah. I mean, it's basically who wins that game. So yes. Uh, can they win by a field goal? I, I could, I could see that happening. So if you feel confident with it, uh, I'll roll with you. We can take the, we can take the chargers. All right. Let's ride with the chargers. And then, uh, as the fourth quarter comes on, we can be texting each other as we watch uh, Cam Newton, who'd probably thrown for negative yards all of a sudden, throws for 200 yards in the fourth quarter as the Chargers don't know what's going on. Oh, God. If it's going to happen to anybody, you know it's going to happen to us, right? Yes, definitely. All right. Next game up, Denver Broncos. They will have at least one functional human quarterback behind center. I don't quite know which one it will be. I think it will be Drew Locke. Denver Broncos at Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs minus 13 and a half. Uh, Too big for me. This seems like a pretty lazy game for the Chiefs after having uh, two games in a row. So I'm staying away despite the fact that uh, I'm pretty sure this will be a a blowout. But uh, I want no part of 13 and a half. Now, by Sunday, you might convince me to take like the minus 30 or something. Now, I'll tell you this much. As of right now, I, I when I was looking at it, it was at it was up to 14. And even at 14, I've got like a 60% feel that they're going to cover, but I'm not putting any money on it and I'm not taking it on any of my picks. So, uh I would definitely be watching for the score of that game, but uh, I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, me too. Okay. We'll move on. A interesting game to try to I guess, handicap here. The Washington football team at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is Monday night. Uh, The Steelers are nine and a half point favorites. I like the Steelers here, but they just played yesterday. I have no clue how this truncated schedule is going to react to them. Uh, Washington has two extra days because they actually played their Thursday game. So nine and a half on some weird short rest uh Odd week. I just don't know what to make of this game. Uh, I do worry for Alex Smith. Maybe we just throw Dwayne Haskins in there and let him get killed and uh, then move on. Though Bud Dupree did tear his ACL. So uh, another chip on the Steelers' defense uh, goes out. It's. I wonder at what point does uh, that levy break. They now lost sort of three guys that are pretty important to that defense. So uh, where are you sitting with this one? Yeah, I, I don't want to touch this game. I I just think that it's too short of a, of a rest period for the Steelers. Um, they showed a few lapses here and there this last week, or I don't want to say last week, a couple of days ago versus uh, Baltimore. Um, I just feel for Washington, if you think that you're going to ride Alex Smith for the rest of the season, probably bench him this game because even though the Steelers have lost a few players, that defense is still no joke, and they're going to come after him, and I hope for his sake that he stays healthy. Yeah, definitely. All right, we'll move on off this. And uh, speaking of weird teams that will be hard to handicap, we have two of them here. The Dallas Cowboys, who I don't think anyone has a hold of or what they're going to come out and do. And then the Baltimore Ravens, who right now I couldn't tell you what players are going to be on the field and what players are not going to be on the field. And once again, they played Wednesday night. And now they're playing Monday night. So uh, just uh, confusing all over. Where are you with this game? 
Baltimore is six and a half point favorites. That also seems quite large. I guess they're assuming Lamar will be back, but uh, I don't know. Just a lot of mystery. I want nothing to do with that. Yeah, exactly. Same same exact thing that I just said for the last game, except switch out the teams and the players. Uh, Dallas has been playing a little bit better, minus last week. Over the uh, previous couple of weeks, they played a little bit better defensively. But um, I still think that Baltimore is a much better team, even with the pieces that they're missing. And with that being said, I don't feel comfortable taking Baltimore because of the pieces that they're missing. Uh, Robert Griffin looked like he was really forcing a lot of things. Uh, and it almost looked like the coaching staff didn't even trust him to stay under center. Uh, they ran the ball in situations where you really expected a pass. Now, part of that obviously was game plan, them trying to throw the defense off, you know, when you're facing a tough uh, Steelers defense. But overall, they just uh, don't seem to really trust they also, him. Also, I don't know what – they had, like, no offensive line. They were using, like, backups to backups at, like, every position. I and I don't know what of those guys will be back. You know, two of them were already out for the year, but uh, the rest of those guys were all backup, backup. So I don't know what part of the line will be there for Baltimore, if any of them. And uh, that's a little scary, even for a Dallas team that's been terrible. They have been able to rush the passer, which make things a little more nervy. Yeah, and like I said, I, I – I still predict Baltimore to win. I just don't know by how much, and I just don't feel comfortable taking it either way. Uh, So I'm just going to stay away from this game. All right, so that gives us four picks with one game to go. And I'm going to push you towards this one. The Buffalo Bills, sort of at the San Francisco 49ers, though they will be the Arizona 49ers. So Bills, Niners in Arizona, Bills minus... Bills minus two and a half. I like the Bills in the Dome. I think they light this Niners team up. I think we got the Niners big game last week, and I think we get a dud here. So I'm all over the Bills here. So am I. Uh, We talked about it a few weeks ago that we both believe Buffalo is, even though they play in cold weather, that they're more of a Dome team. The way they kind of run their offense, uh, it really helps them out uh, with Stephon Diggs and uh, even their quarterback. They seem to perform better when they're in uh, in nice – warm elements and uh, this is what we're going to get playing in the uh, Arizona stadium or the dome. Um, So I really like Buffalo this week. And like you said, I think San Francisco really kind of uh, went all in last week and it really helped them out. And they were facing a team they knew really well. They don't know the bills as well. Uh, So I expect this one to be kind of one-sided. Yeah, definitely. All right. So that gives us our five picks. We'll recap them. The Buffalo bills minus two and a half versus San Francisco 49ers. The Los Angeles Chargers, minus one and a half versus the New England Patriots. The Los Angeles Rams, minus two and a half at the Arizona Cardinals. The Tennessee Titans, minus five and a half versus the Cleveland Browns. And the Indianapolis Colts, minus two and a half versus the Houston Texans. All right, so all favorites. What could go wrong with that? The NFL favorites always win. Oh, always. <laughs> all right, you ready to get into your picks for this week. Let's do it. All right. So let's recap our weeks last week. You went three and three, which brings you to 31, 27 and two overall. You had a nice Thanksgiving day gobbler win with the Houston Texans minus three. Good win there. I believe you also hit a nice little wide receiver prop as well. Yep. 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 All right. Then you sadly took the Arizona Cardinals minus two and a half. Uh, 
the defense only allowed like 120 yards. But uh, somehow the Cardinals did not come away with a victory there, and that was a loss. You had a very nice and easy Titans plus three win. That one, if they could all go that smooth, we'd all be millionaires. And sadly, this was a tough one. You had the Kansas City Chiefs. But you had minus three and a half for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> so that went down as a loss. It should have gone down as a push because the number went to eventually the three. But as we record this on Thursdays, sometimes the numbers don't get us where we want them to. You had the Seattle Seahawks minus five. A nice win there. And lastly, the Rams minus six and a half. Did not have their best game. That was a loss. So three and three overall. 31, 27, and two on the year. Still rocking a decent record. Yeah. Oh, sorry to cut you off, but I I, I just want to defend myself really quick. Last week, uh, I could smell the turkey cooking. I could smell the pie. I could see the wife getting all the fixings together. And I, I got a little overzealous with my picks. Um, I don't smell anything right now, and the wife is at work, so uh, I think that uh, my picks should be a little more uh, down to earth. All right. We'll see if that comes true. I have been on fire in the NFL, treading water in college, but I've switched to fire in the NFL. I went 4-1 and one last week. I had the Bills minus 5.5. Thank you to the Chargers for not knowing how to score in late-game situations. Dolphins minus seven. I got a nice Saints minus six. Always nice when you can get the line before it jumps 10 points. I had the Chiefs Bucks over 56. That did not hit. That was my loss. And I also had the Dolphins Jets under 44 and a half. That was a nice and tidy win. Guess what? The Jets could not score any points. That's a shocker. Also on Twitter, I... Rechanged my picks and I ended up going five and zero. Oh. So uh, I'm riding hot in the NFL right now. So uh, jump on board. Uh, probably until this week where I have a bunch of uh, road favorites and I will slowly die a death for being punished for breaking gambling rules. But uh, yeah. what do you got this week? Uh, I've got five games this week. Oh, five games! I have five games as well. I have a feeling that they're probably going to be pretty similar to. Oh what I have, or at least as some of our mutuals, but. Oh, great. So the mutuals and both you and I have a terrible week. Good combination. (laughs) Hey man, let's ride last week's uh, mutual picks and, you know, let's stay hot. Come on, let's do this. All right. I'm ready. What is your first pick of the week? My first pick of the week. uh, I am taking the Los Angeles Rams at minus two and a half. Well, well, guess what? I also have the Los Angeles Rams at minus two and a half. So we're both braving out there and jumping on the Los Angeles Rams to bounce back from a terrible game in Jared Goff, we trust. All right. Hopefully. I think it's more in Aaron Donald, we trust. But uh, <laughs> I'm riding that defense, baby. Because He's a defensive uh, tackle, and we don't give those guys love. We always have to love the quarterbacks. All right, what do you got next? Uh, for my next one, I have the Las Vegas Raiders at minus eight and a half versus the Jets. Well, well, this is turning out to be a very interesting week. I also have the Las Vegas Raiders at minus eight and a half. It's a good thing we didn't put that in our mutuals, considering we both <laughs> wrote it down in our picks. 
Was that one of our maybes? <laughs> yes, it was one of our maybes. So uh, I think we show a lot of confidence in that pick. I think we're both ready to be disappointed for when the Jets score some trash touchdown at the end of the game to screw us over. All right, so what do you got next? Uh, for my next one, I have the uh, Buffalo Bills at minus one and a half. Okay, well, guess what? <laughs> the, Buffalo the Buffalo Bills, Bills at minus one and a half is also on my sheet. So uh, we're riding high and flying high. Our mutuals are our mutuals so far. All right, what do you got next? For my next, <laughs> for my next one, I have the Tennessee Titans at minus four and a half. Okay, luckily, we broke our streak here. I did not put the Tennessee Titans down. However, uh, if you follow Twitter, that one might pop up by Sunday. So uh, I did not mark the Titans down just yet. All right, I have the Indianapolis Colts minus three and a half. So uh, that's my pick. What do you got next? Let's see. Uh... You got the Colts at three and a half, you said? Yes. See, I jumped on this one early. Oh, no. I got the Colts at two and a half. Yes, I I like the two and a half much better than the three and a half, but uh, I'm just going with a, the Colts will kick the crap out of the Texans. The Texans aren't winning three in a row, but uh, breaking my rules of road favorites, especially over a field goal. Yeah, I do foresee that happening, but just in case it doesn't, I, I can take a field goal win. I'll, I'll, it doesn't matter. All right. You have any others? Was that four or five for you? That was my five. All right. My last one is the Los Angeles Chargers. Minus one versus the New England Patriots. So uh, we're going to ride or die together this week. Uh, we'll either be really happy on, uh, well, there are a billion games on Monday too. Really happy on Tuesday or uh, really sad on Tuesday. I don't know. I got a good feeling. I feel like we're probably still uh, riding high off that last week's performance. Uh, me, uh, I didn't do too hot, but a lot of that had to do with food. So this week I'm hungry for wins. Yeah, definitely. All right. That's our show for this week. Be sure to follow all our shows. We have a new know-it-all coming up tomorrow with uh, movie reviews of the Christmas Chronicles 2 and the personal history of David Copperfield. Also the TV show, Emily in Paris, and we'll be reviewing all the Champions League soccer that happened during the weekend, previewing the upcoming European Domestic League fixtures, so be sure to tune in for that. We also have our college football, football time podcast that dropped yesterday, and uh, as always, drive and dish every morning with our college basketball picks, so be sure to follow all those. You can follow them on greenlightnetwork.org or wherever you find your podcast. Where can we find you, Achilles? You can find me on Twitter at TD Achilles. You can find me on Instagram at that dude Achilles, YouTube that dude Achilles, and uh, even Twitch at TD Achilles. All right. Find the Achilles. I'm GLN Champ 5 at both Instagram and Twitter. That's our show, and we're out. <laughs> <laughs>